Hi, I'm Ez. I'm Dove. And welcome to the Let Me Talk podcast. Clop. Piece of shit. What did you say? Clop. Yeah. I can't. It's it's really like it's just bugging me out. I I don't like it. I don't like huh? I don't like what he's become as like a coach. How is he best coach? I don't I don't know. Look, How I get it. I get it. A Liverpool win is impressive. After thirty years, finally. Exactly, but there was a coach in the world that won a treble with the team, and it was like insane. Yeah. And there's about, no recognition. Flick? Yeah. Flick should be coach of the year. Hundred percent. It's dumb. It's so stupid. Also, like at first, I liked him as a coach, like as a personality, like he was a nice guy and everything. But now uh-huh. I don't see him as that. He's like, he's he like complains a lot still. He's it's and it's you know everyone's in the same boat. I get what he's complaining about, but it's he's like overdoing it. Uh-huh. So I can tell you're not happy about the rewards. <laughs> I'm not happy about the award. Yeah. Well, I only saw that he got he got coach. Lewandowski got player. Right. Which I, I mean, I must have won Um, and that son won Pushkash. Yeah, I'm happy about that. That makes sense. <laughs> he deserved it. Hundred percent. So Suarez, and in my opinion, I think it should go to the best, most unique looking goal. And in that case, I think Suarez should have gotten that. Oh, I see that. So we've seen runs before. I'm not, yeah, I'm but not that was that was full Sonny. field. No, I'm a Spurs fan. It's coming from a Spurs fan. That's but that's Spurs one end to the other. Push. That's rare. You don't see it from from that. You see like runs made from the half or from outside the box to inside the box, but runs you don't happen. see a lot. Runs happen. He bent the ball with his back heel. On a run. Right. That's the thing. Like they're they were both so amazing. Mm. It just Don't took go. it just took a little bit more in Sun's perspective because he was running down a field where Suarez hit it with his back heel and curved it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm being honest, hmm. if Suarez won the bush gosh, I would have argued for Sun. If I'm yeah. being honest. Yeah. That's was, how down the honestly, you probably would. It was really good. It was real well deserved. Very well deserved. Um, what did the, what was the, um, the, the best, uh, 11 of this year? I didn't see it. From FIFA? Yeah. They I had it, right? They did, oh, that was a Ballon d'Or 11. Is it different? No, they did, uh, oh, yeah. They did, um, Lucy Bronze is the best women's player. Um, best women's coach, Serena Weigman. Neuer was the best keeper, of course. That makes sense. Oh my god! They gave Bayern the wrong, the wrong award. Hansi Flick is best man. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, no, Neuer did have a good season, but yeah, he's definitely he should definitely get the best coach. Um, so World Eleven was Allison Becker, Alexander Arnold, Ramos, Ramos. <laughs> I guess yeah, they won the league, and he's the yeah. captain. Van Dijk. Uh, Alfonso Davies, Alcantara, um, De Bruyne, 
Joshua Kimmich, Messi, Ronaldo, and Lewandowski. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. No, I think it's so funny. Because for the past decade, it's just been all these new guys sifting in and out of goal, and right back, and left back, and center back. And it's just every time you go to the go, yeah, Messi, Ronaldo, and some other striker who's been the top goal scorer. Yeah. I think, I think, the, so crazy, I think the craziest part about that is that it also applies to, like, from 2000. Eight to two thousand and fifteen, it was all Barcelona and Madrid. For that long, they, for that long, they were the best like teams. Yeah, it was just undisputed. It was crazy. They had this. Do- it was that's just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean the best eleven was basically the Spanish team. Yeah, and now it's and now it's just you know. Random players, new guys come up, new young talent. Yeah, and all these guys from Liverpool. Oh, I hate Liverpool. it. I hate it. And and I saw. I saw somebody. A goal dot com said that um, only Harry Kane would make it into Liverpool starting eleven. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Stupid thing to say. Uh, that's very crazy because. I think Klopp would take any of the Spurs defenders over the one he's pairing up with Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're better players. What do they have? They have Gomez and Matip. So maybe not Gomez. He's not that good. Yeah, that's crazy. Although I saw another one of those um those memes where it was like none of these players would fit into the. Athletic, athletic Bilbao team, and it was like Van Dyke and all those guys. <laughs> I, I always love those. Um, but yeah, I was, I was really happy what Mourinho did. What he said. Yeah, what did he say? He said something about. He he called out Klopp's like injury complaints. Okay. It's look, everybody has like crazily injury lists now, and if you look at Klopp's like ten player injury list or whatever it is. Like, I think more than half of them or half of them are, like, youth players. And then there's, like, Van Dyke in there. It's, and it's ridiculous because, like, everybody has the same situation. Sure, it's not good. And it's probably hurting your team and, and your ability to perform and stuff. But it's happening to everybody. Like, if you want this to go through and work, then you got to... I don't know. It's just... It's not. He's a, he's a self-declared, you know, sore loser... Yeah. Well, I don't think he was. That's the problem I also have with what Mourinho said. Is that now it sounds like he's a sore loser, but at the same time he's right. He's just he's just you know speaking facts. He's just you know laying it out there. They were the better team and they lost, but you know people take it as he's being a sore loser now. Mm. As Mourinho being a sore loser. Yeah, but I don't personally. I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way because no. he was just he's just saying what happened. Mm-hmm. Like like you know it's a, you know you know it's a good way to think about it is when the difference between Mourinho saying it here and then and then Klopp saying I don't know how they play soccer against Atletico is because yeah. they didn't they didn't produce they didn't do as well get like Atletico just had a better defense that was just shutting them down. That was just like, yeah, he knew he didn't play that that well. He didn't play better than Atletico did. Also, that 
freaking first Gulf we saw was so freaking lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so freaking lucky. I'm happy about it, though. It was Very just happy. so funny that if, if, if that was messy, he would have actually chipped the ball and he would have hit it off of a player. You know what I mean? He would have actually chipped the ball up over Lurie's. Yeah. <laughs> freaking lucky deflection off of freaking, um, uh, what's his face? Um, Toby. 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 Oh, yeah. Toby. Toby. Um, did you watch United today? Yeah. Probably didn't. I didn't know. They played. They played. They played. Um, shoot. They played Sheffield. 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 And, of course, they're the first team in the league to to uh, concede two against. <laughs> did they lose? No, they won 3-2, but they were the first team to let, up, to let the other team score more than one goal. Like... Uh, whatever. We still won though. It's fine. There's some the unbelievable balls? games though. It was an unbelievable it's game. Like, because they're so close to beating you. Honestly though, and I want to talk about that. Like Solskjaer isn't as bad as people make him out to be. United are on an unbeaten run right now. Yeah, they are. They keep you to mention. Yeah. Are they to mention next to like and this, and Chelsea? Yeah, and this is what I've been saying. Like. They're not bad. Just because they have a couple slip-ups here and there, they're not bad. They're doing consistently well in the league. You know? Yeah. So... What place are they right now? They're in They're in sixth place with 23 points, which That's is... slow start, plus it's only like two points away from what? Third and fourth? Right. Yeah. Something like that, like three points. And they're... How many games into the season? Only... 11 or 12. This is match week 12, I think. This is match week... Yeah, exactly. And there's, like, another 20 games left. Yeah. 20, like, 26. Yeah. They haven't lost... There's a lot lost... of games to go. There's What's a lot their of games streak? to go. That's, that's kind of why I don't like talking about the... the who's, who's the... Who's the... Like, you never know who's anybody. Who's what? So the beginning, the who's gonna win? Who's top four? Who's making it to the? Yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. It was different. Whatever. Like you don't know, you don't know any of that stuff. It was different. It was different five years ago. It was different. The teams were much better. You look at Real Madrid five years ago, and you look at Real Madrid now. Complete difference. Like in like, in general competitions, and you also look at like five years ago, it was gonna be either. City or Chelsea or something. No one else was winning the league. It was very predictable. Like, that makes sense. The, the something I, Personally, I think something has happened to the... Either the quality has risen so much in each team that they're at such a high level, or, like, everyone forgot how to play the sport. And, you know, <laughs> it's all just random. I think, I think it's just everybody slowly cashing up. To each other, right? Like I think, I think that maybe even in the next ten years, there won't be any such thing as a big six anymore. No such thing as a big six anymore. I see what you mean. I don't. Mean, I don't, don't know if six, I. They have the most money and they have the most fans. You know what it is? But when it comes to like. Obviousness of who's gonna you know, who's gonna definitely win and who's the oh well so one of the big chicks are gonna win the You know what I think it's gonna be like, though? I don't think so. Do what do you think what? Do you know what I think it's gonna be? 
I don't know if it's going to be more of an expansion of like like big teams that are like big six type. I think it's going to be more because the the level of competitive, I guess, competition between teams and like who could beat who and like the low predictability of games and results happened earlier on because all the teams were very relatively close in quality and then as like the years go on and more teams get more and more money and now it's finally kind of going back to that so i think it's kind of gonna like shift right back into like classic premier league or anything that happened like it 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 kind of shifted off the mean and now it's regressing Back towards. No, me. I mean it shifted for a second, right? It shifted off that city's gonna win. City's gonna win. Right, gonna exactly. Win. Because they got all this money. They got all this money. They got everything they needed. No, I saw you. What you saying? I what I'm saying is that I don't. Because even when it wasn't like that, right? Even when it wasn't definite who was gonna win, it was still pretty close. Like all 15 years, you had one in a row. It wasn't always gonna be right, was it? I mean, I I didn't live consciously back then because I was a toddler. But you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> the same. It, you know, win. I it think was it was, like, you know, it was, Ferguson's amazing, he works his team, and they win. Right. I, I also, like, I can't really say for myself, but f- from what I remember, it was, like, it was, you know, I mean, obviously United were, were an incredible team, so that's, you know, taking that away. But that was also, that was also, you know, shifting towards that one team domination situation, right? So with this, it was like, yeah. right. So well, with what this, I'm, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is that it's not going to go back to anything can happen. No, it's going to, but it's right going to be the top ten teams are within eight points of each other. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is so like, what I'm trying to say, no, I, ten years from now, yes, that's how the league will end with like fifteen. If not all twenty teams finishing within eight to five points of each other, like it's a yeah. ridiculously close. No, I understand that. Literally any game. That's any what I'm saying. Wolves are great. Uh, West Ham are right. great. Sheffield come back. Leeds are. You know what I mean? Like it's just so close. Yeah, I know. That's like, what I'm saying. Like in ten years. That's exactly. That's what. Within three weeks of the actual finishing of the league is never gonna happen again. Down right. The wire. Right. That's what I think. But don't you think that instead of... I think... Because it comes from a point where the quality of the top four, and I know you're going to hate me for this, but it's true, the top four where it was United, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Liverpool. Um, right? Yeah, United, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Liverpool. And then there was kind of this shift with like the there's always going to be one winner each year and and more teams kind of like got into the top four because everyone else was so far behind whether it's because of you know a new owner pumping money in or or you know they had that those couple years like teams just kept winning say that again i don't think i understand what you're saying Ah, forget it. <laughs> Just... No, no, what were you saying? Tell me what you said. It was like, if 
if you look at it from like the beginning from where it starts it's just it's not like something new that's happening it's just regressing back to what it was before there was you know a predictable winner every year yeah right it's not it's not changing it's not necessarily changing i don't believe that Right, that's kind of what you're saying. No, it's it's, it's not. It's not a it's not a farmers league anymore. It's it gonna, was for the know, past few years. Right, right, because at, at a certain point there was only there's always like one winner every single year, and then it's it's kind of like it's you know the quality isn't as good or on the same level as all the teams are in the league, and then it you know it's slowly kind of going back to normal again. Yeah. 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 I'm not disagreeing with that. I don't think. What I'm trying to say is that in ten years. Yeah. No. It's gonna. Be, it's definitely gonna be different. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um. Another thing I wanted to talk about was what are your thoughts on Arsenal? Oh, I told you the other day, didn't I? I said that uh, I think Mikel Arteta might be the second manager to kick it this season. I mean, come on. Arteta. Yeah, man. I mean, look, I, I don't agree with the, with the philosophy of firing a, a manager within even the first three years, no matter how poorly they do. Right. I mean, that does it. That should make a difference. What's the call? Who, who do I? West Brom just fired that guy, right? Right. Village just Didn't got they fired. just get promoted? And, uh, yeah, he just got promoted, and it comes off the back of a Manchester City draw. Like, they're the worst team in the league, and they that? drew with City. How would you do that? It's so stupid. So I don't agree with the philosophy, I, but based on the fact that that's the the trend of football managing culture, yeah, if Mikel Arteta gets fired by the end of the week or the beginning of next week or whatever, I would be surprised. But I think I'd be disappointed again, but I would be surprised. I think what the difference is is that with a it made sense for West Brom because if they if they can't get someone who's even against the best team to win that's why it's also more competitive i think the despite the fact that West Brom and Sheffield and and you know those teams have like zero points or like Sheffield has one point out of 12 games i think it it well, shows they haven't fired him, but there's a more, there's a higher like fight. Like they're not bad teams; they're tough teams. It's just the quality is going up. This is connected with the thing from before: is that it's it's all like even the worst teams have good quality, like good quality again, right? Yeah, but again, why why are they firing? Because because if I I don't know why, but personally, what I think it is is if you have a coach. Let's say you're the worst team, and your goal is to push yourself back up and make sure you can get, you can stay in the league, right? Avoid relegation. Yeah. What you would want is someone who can who can you know win on the fly. Like you need someone that can help you do that. And so they, I feel like they would give him a, a deadline. What? But it's, but it's it's like a des it's like a desperate shot, but they need it. Sell your whole team and and get a new one in January. That's so stupid. If that's if that, I mean, I know you're not. They need someone. The no, they need someone to stay up. Cause, cause, listen. Just if, let me. Just let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Need, no, one listen. If the listen. Case, dope. If the case that you need wins, let me right? talk. If you want to win on the fly, uh, if you want to win on the fly and keep getting victories, 
Because, listen, because if the guy they need to get them up can't win, no matter what the game is, it's it's clearly not, like, it hasn't been working for them. Like, they've put in what they put in, but it's not working to stay in the prem, so they need a new guy. Like, this is... They're, they're like, close to relegation, like, sealed. Like, done deal relegation, like... Is, is Sheffield relegated? Sheffield is one point out of 12 games. Like, uh, maybe they're going to wait for the transfer window and see what they can do. But I understand what West Brom is doing. In that situation, it makes sense. But in a situation where it's like our coach won the treble last year and he finished second place and, you know, won the cup, the what, domestic cup, and that's it, and then fire him, that's ridiculous because there's nothing like... You know what I mean? Yeah, like like uh, what's his like uh, Pochettino was a little crazy because you know I took him to a Champions League final, finished third. Exactly, they like, did really well. Sure, they had a small slump, but stick with him. That that was I think that was a m- big mistake. And then I don't know, it, it would have been know, much I, better now. Separate separate the things. Separate the things. Obviously, it's great to have Mourinho. He's doing amazing things. They're they're top two, and they're not gonna probably drop them there. Because right, that's fair. What was unfortunate was that based on the, yeah, like we said, the trend and the fad of uh, right. firing coaches early, it was silly. It was pretty, uh, it was pretty rash. 100%. Of, uh, of, it was rash of the Jim Rash, I like, the man who owns uh, Tottenham. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, it looks like Jim Rash a little bit. Very close resemblance. Shout yeah, Jim Rash. Be... Oh, okay. Um... Oh, um, off the back of, from, what was it, last week when we talked about Neymar and, and Messi and everything, reuniting and everything? So Neymar said he was happy at PSG, um, but he obviously still wants to play with Messi, but he's happy there. So it's it's kind of like poking holes and then, and then going somewhere else, um, unless Messi goes to Paris. But, but Boateng uh, and Kevin Prince Boateng, made a very interesting um, prediction of where Messi would leave to. And he said Napoli. Oh, shit. That's cool. That that's, that wasn't... So, I mean, personally, I don't think it could be that strong of a pull based on, like, the, the whole, you know, Maradona and Maradona everything. Maradona dies, and he likes Maradona, and they were, like, very close. Like, he's going to leave Barca, go to some place. No, no, if he's going to leave, he'll go to Young Right. Uh, here, it's nice. it's, I think he would end his if career. That's the case, yeah, young boys or old boys. Sorry, right. I get mixed up. Yeah, young boys in Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. Very different. He's very. got no no connection. But yeah, I was I was I was very inter- like at first I was like no way, and then you know as I thought about it, it made it makes a lot of yeah. sense. Like if he's gonna if he's doing anything in honor of, he's gonna go back to right. Uh, he just go back to yeah Argentina. Um. Yeah. But I still can't really pin where he'll end up. Like, he's gonna stay. I told you he's gonna stay forever. Do you think so? Mhm. Well, I'm man. almost hundred percent sure. It'll be it'll be scary if he leaves. That's all I know. I mean, I can't be hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty darn sure he's gonna stay at Barca forever. He's nowhere else to go, honestly. <laughs> yeah, there's nowhere else to go. 
If he's going to go retire, which is going to be for another 10 years, then he'll retire at Old Boys. But until that happens, he's going to stay at Barcelona. There's no point in leaving. He also gets paid way too much <laughs> to leave Barcelona. They pay him like 630 million euros a week. Hmm. Yeah. Budget cuts, budget cuts. Oh no, they'll pay him 500 million euros a week. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, but my problem with Arsenal is is that they, I think they definitely have the ability. They have the quality to be able to perform in the and league. They have the players too. They're just not. And, because it, just they, not. they went, you know, six wins from six in the Europa League. And when they're having their day, they're having their day. But it's like, and they started, they started the season pretty well as well, like, they didn't do such a poor job in the beginning, beginning. And now it's like, you know, it's weird. It doesn't make so much sense. It's this weird drop-off. Yeah, I, heard, I heard them talking about how there are no leaders. There I mean, there no isn't. On that team. There aren't. There aren't any. There are no, yeah, there are like, no did leaders you see, on that team. Did you see what Henri There's said no about Chaka? Who said about Shaka? Henri. Yeah, he said, I don't want to see. Uh, oh, yeah, Shaka with, the, with him as the captain or whatever. Crazy. Just completely called him out. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's not. And he's not wrong. I think that says something. And, like, I guess it's the board or the coaches. They're not really understanding, like, from you that. Know, no. The only they should have figured out they didn't have a leader was when they had, like, signed. Obama. Didn't they like sign Obama and then a year later they made a captain or something like that? Yeah. Tyler, what the hell? He's not, he's not. Sergio Roberto a... has just become like interim captain when the other captains aren't in the field after being a Barcelona for like six years. He's right. finally like in line to be captain. That was the, the same field, thing. That was, the... Off the field, and off the field. that was the same thing with um, Thiago Silva when he came to Chelsea. Yeah, like what? I mean, him maybe because he's got experience. He's no, older, he's there needs to be. Years. He leads. He leads. He was uh, in a. He was in a Brazil. new. He was in a new country, in for one week, played his first game and captained his first game. Like no, you can't. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I hear, no, I hear. I hear that though for more, more than I hear Obama. Yeah. No, hundred percent. He's uh. He he was uh. uh, 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 uh um, a dormant youngster. A dormant youngster. You give him a, a like. Jaguso has experience leading an international squad and another team, and he's seasoned. Like, who on Chelsea would you give the captainship to? Olivier Giroud, the guy who's been on the bench most of the time, or one of the six toddlers that that right. uh, that uh, what's his name bought? Like, they can't be captains. Right. Maybe Pulisic because he captains America, but he captains America. Like, right. And and also like uh, what's his name, Royce? Like he's one of the he's one of the he's probably the best like German talent to come out of Dortmund and lead them. Royce, Royce, Royce. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, so crazy. Those are leaders. But right. I, I hear Chelsea making Thiago Silva. Uh, it makes sense, but it was too soon. It makes kind of sense. Too soon, though. Wait a second. Why, is it, why don't they make Evan Luis captain, even though he's straight, but like... What? 
Chelsea? Why don't they make... No, Arsenal. Because he's... David Luiz? <laughs> no. From a... Okay. I, okay. Uh, I know. Let me hear. Let me speak it out. From a talent perspective, he's... A degenerating defender. You know what I think they should do? No, you know what I think they should do? I know it will fix Arsenal. I know it's going to fix Arsenal. Do you remember when he dealt with the whole Brazil issue in 2014? I mean, he could probably... Honestly, if they had to pick one guy out of their starting 11 to be captain, he's probably their best bet. No. I totally think he could do it. Do you know what Arsenal should do? No. And this, I'm only, like, I know this move from Arsenal would be, you're probably going to say some kind of like, oh, you're just getting it because of the memes or whatever. But, and the only problem is, you know, Arsenal, Arsenal's going to be too stubborn to do it. It's going to be very hard to do it, especially with the current relationship between them and the player. But if they brought back Mezzadozo and made him captain... And establish oh, someone who was right. actually part of like it. a solid Arsenal team, someone who could actually lead these guys. I mean, for for oh even one gosh. more season, for even do one you know more why, season. Do you know why Mikel Arteta is not using Mesut I I don't. Do you know why? Why? Do you know why? This is my theory. This is my conspiracy theory. <laughs> conspiracy theories is notoriously. He was amazing under whose tutelage as coach and manager? Wenger. No. Who? Arteta? No. Who was Ozil unbelievable at with? Oh, Mourinho. Oh. And where does Mikel Arteta come from? The camp of? Arsenal? Oh, does he? Oh. Yeah, from City. Oh. So his style of play is similar to Pep, which is not to use somebody that used the style, which is opposite the style of his rival, who is everyone's rival. No, that's, that's crazy, so though. That's, know, that's, that's, that's an you're an insane person. <laughs> I'm that one around. It's a great one. It's so convoluted. It's like, oh, I just think, I just think Arteta's incompetent. I think... I think, personally, I just think Arteta, like, went into this whole coaching business way too soon for his own good. Anyway, way too early. plan, we just like, oh, yeah, Arsenal, take this guy. He's amazing. Wink, wink. But honestly, like, if they did that, it would it would definitely benefit them. It's, I think that would fix Arsenal, at least in the short term. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, he's seasoned and he's amazing. We think he yeah. playing a while, so is he even on the bench when they play or not even? I don't think he even goes to the stadiums. It's sad. Jesus. Yeah. That's so stupid. I want him to. What I really like is for him to hate Arsenal enough to Arsenal enough to go to Tottenham. Mm. Go to Chelsea again. That yeah. would make me so happy, <laughs> happy, happy. All right. Um few more things let's see um hmm yeah so uh, wait this this manager that just died the french guy uh yeah you know much about him or yeah he was the liverpool coach for a while um 
that's that's what I also like. I completely forgot that he died this week, and when I was watching the Tottenham um, and Liverpool game, I was like, it, they, people were holding jersey that said Gerard because that's his first name, and I was like, oh my god, did Steven Gerard die? Like, I started freaking out. I was like, oh no, twenty twenty can't get any worse. Yeah, I I was like, I had no idea, but then I I remembered that he died. But yeah, he was French coach, PSG, Liverpool, good coach too. Alright, I just didn't know much about him, so. Yeah. Thank you. Um, not my pleasure. Um, so Inter's performances have become worse recently in Europe, at least. You said Inter, what did you say? Inter's performances. Inter's what? Performances. Performances. Didn't they just win a game? <laughs> um, they did, but they're out of Europe completely and entirely. And they are not in either Champions League or the Europa League. They are only in the Serie A. And Conte was supposedly, according to Italian newspapers, I don't remember which one, but it was some Italian newspaper, that they said that he will get sacked if Inter do not win the league this season. Now, where it gets where it gets where it gets where it gets interesting is that he has nothing to to like show for in Europe. Like, there's no incentive, right? Because there's all he has is just the league to worry about and maybe the Italian Cup. Um, he's given this alt this like ultimatum ultimato. Yeah. Um, you're going to give me the whole tomato? The whole tomato. Or none of the tomato. <laughs> and AC Milan is currently sitting on top of the league, and they're within, like, three points of each other. Dude, this sounds to me make for a very like a recipe for one of the greatest league battles. Yeah. It's going to be plus unbelievable. With, plus with the rivals. Yeah. Exactly. You already had a derby? And, there's already a derby or there's the, gonna be two. And and that's what I was gonna say. The the first derby was it was so good. it was a good game. It was really good. It was I think it was two one. Um and Milan AC Milan won. But but now it's like it's adding so much pressure to it, so it's gonna be it's gonna be an even better game, but it's gonna be a great fight for the Serie A title. I'm very excited for that. I don't think, and I think if if they put in a really good fight and Inter still don't win it and AC Milan wins it or someone else comes on top, they should not be sacking Conte. Do you think... No, they shouldn't sack Conte. Not at all. That's crazy. But they're Italian, so you never know what they're going to do. They're kind of crazy over there. Do you think if Juventus don't win Champions League, Italian Cup, or the league, Ronaldo will leave? And that was another interesting point. With talk of Pogba being upset at um, United, at, uh, yeah, at United. Even though he did, he put in a great performance today. He's been putting in great performances. Of if he's trying to drive up his price, or maybe he's trying to, like, I don't know. Uh, maybe he's trying to do us a solid because he knows we're gonna miss out on a good player. Um, <laughs> but like, he's upset. And there, you know, there's a there's a possibility, yeah, and there's a possibility that they don't win. Ronaldo leaves, but here are the two options. So the first was supposedly, I heard on the deep dark webs, that they were going to propose a swap for Ronaldo and Pogba. That was the first thing I saw. 
I'm I not sure. I think, oh and I think this is like a, an Ozil situation. If they did it, it would definitely help if they could. Yeah, because you have a real captain, bro. The other thing I'm... Yeah, 100%. And the other thing I wanted to mention is that Dybala... I heard earlier this week from a reliable source that Dybala was getting like a new contract offer for an extension. And then I saw an article from an even more reliable source. I don't remember any of them. I should write them down. But they said that there was no new offer for Dybala and there hasn't been one since like last year for a contract. Where is he going to go? I mean, there's no, like, definite, but he could go somewhere. He could be involved in a swap deal with Pogba. He could be bought by somebody else. Like, he's also, he's unused there. He is unused there. Oh, I wonder where he'd go. Yeah. Dybala? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, they should buy him. Like, they should buy some real stars. That way they can, yeah. Yeah, they should buy, yeah. He won't do it because he's worried that uh, they suck. But uh, that would be a good Madrid move if they bought him. I think he'd be good at Arsenal, honestly. At Arsenal? Like, it wouldn't be a good choice for him if he wanted to, like, have guaranteed trophies or money or whatever. But I see him, if, if they brought in Ozil, right? They brought him back into the system. They made him captain for like a season or two. And then they brought in Dybala to take his place as that attacking midfielder to connect the midfield and the attack and everything. That could yeah. be... I mean, I, I don't think Arsenal are capable of completing some kind of deal like that, but they very well could if they tried. And it would be benefit. They would, that'd be pretty huge. Yeah, or even playing together. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, for a little bit maybe, but but like as a quick replacement because Ozil, I don't, I mean, unless he comes on and he's like at his peak again, but I don't see him yeah. staying amazing forever. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a pretty crazy situation. Um, more. Uh, what's it called? More um, juice on Barcelona. Supposedly, Issues? what? Issues? Yeah, I said juice. There's more juice on them. I mean, dude, they just beat Real Sociedad, homie. Right, but supposedly Ronald Coleman called out Ricky Puig in the middle of the dressing room and called him a leak for telling everybody what Coleman was, like, doing and saying to him. Not doing to, but, like, saying to him, like, in terms of playing time and stuff. Ugh. Uh, I, uh, I, mean, I, I, understand, I understand what he's that. saying, but he sh I don't think that's a good way of going about it for either side. For, for Coleman to call him out? Yeah. I mean, what, I what would you do? Not to, not to call him out in front of the entire... team i don't know i mean i i think he's uh, right for calling him out but maybe i don't know because it, it, it could it could upset the rest of the players you know 
could upset the rest of the players. Right. If they see him saying, like, oh, you have to do this and that, like, you're not going to get as much playing time as you want or as you, you hope for or whatever. Right. People like Ricky Puig. And so he yeah, tells every he tells everybody. Right, but but if play, uh, I guess so. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but was it a good win? Did you watch the game? Uh, Barca. Yeah. I didn't see the full game because I was obviously I was watching. Uh, yeah, I was watching Spurs, which by the way should not have ended how it ended, but. I think Spurs are still going to pull through with an impressive finish. Me too, because what's more call is next match. Liverpool's next match, I believe, are against... Give me a second. Yeah, Grant against Palace away. Who does? Liverpool's next match, Palace at Palace. Mm. That, could be, that could be tough for them. Uh, I um, think Liverpool will lose that game. No, yeah, not 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 Spurs to finish well, but I think they'll actually kind of pull through with the title this season. Oh. Spurs. No, I'm saying you said about about sorry, we're talking about pulling through. I just meant like the next couple games. They lost to Liverpool. Liverpool are on top, but Liverpool play uh, Palace, like a, a Palace team that are picking up at Palace. And Palace could beat them or tie them. And Tottenham are playing at home against, like, a Leicester squad that's kind of been shaky the past couple of games. Right. That's fair. So, uh, you never know, so though. Vardy likes to prove points at different before. points in, in the season. <laughs> hey, do you know what? If uh, Tottenham win the league this year, do you know who's going to win manager of the year at the next week for awards? Mourinho. Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> Why? It's because he's a big fat crybaby. <laughs> uh, he's gonna complain about the wind. He's gonna complain about the wind. Did you see, by the way, what Ronaldo did when Lewandowski was announced as the winner? No, what did he do? Like, roll his eyes? He, he crossed his arms and, like, gave a little, like, pouty face like he was a toddler. Really? He's, uh, he's such a. Well, who would you have He's such a baby. Over? What? Who would you have picked as number one? For the award? For the best? Yeah. Lewandowski. Oh, okay. I don't know if you agree with him or not. No, 100%. But he was, like, sitting there. He was, like, cross his arms, and he was, like, he was so pissed. And that's my problem between, like, Messi and, like, I like Ronaldo's attitude in the game, but that's just, like, that's absurd. Like, dude. Just recognize the fact that this guy was so much better. Alright, here's a question for you, ready? Yeah. You can pick one of these three youngsters to be on your team. Who do you pick? Holland, Davies, De Jong. Alfonso Davies? Yes. <laughs> Maybe you're talking about like Ben Davies? <laughs> no, he's not a youngster, he's an old Welshman. He's also nowhere near as good. Um, Holland, Davies, De Jong. It's like your partner, yeah. It's like shoot. 
I would say Holland because of his just sheer goal scoring ability, but I feel like De Jong is better for like the core of a team. That's definitely not Davies, huh? No, because uh, I think he's I think he's unbelievable, but he's not unbelievable. He's not like that level. He's like a left back, but he doesn't have the great defensive ability. But yeah, but Holland, I can't. I really can't decide. I really like De Jong. Problem is, I haven't seen like good De Jong in a while. Like he hasn't been, he hasn't been Ajax De Jong in a De Jong in a while. But yeah, I, I would go with De Jong, Frank De Jong for sure. All right, in a foot race to the ball, who wins, Alfonso Davies or Adama Traore? <laughs> and yes, yes, take into account upper body as well. Is is physical uh physical harm allowed? <laughs> in which case no, Adama Traore wins. Punch each other in the face. Adama Traore is the Leo Romero of football. Yeah, seriously. It's ridiculous. No, no, seriously. Who wins that for who? Yeah, you were betting right there. You see the ball going down the line, you're like, oh shoot, we're going for it. You bet somebody. Fifty bucks, who are you putting your money on? Ooh, that's tough. I go with Adama. They're going like side by side. You're saying? Side by side, yeah. But at some point, I think Adama gets in front and shoves him. Yeah, I think if they get, it depends how Davies plays it. But I think Trari would do it. You're supposed to disagree with me, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> nah, because I'm thinking. You know, maybe, maybe Davies, but it's hard because once they once they get side by side, it's no chance for Davies. He's too small. Charlie's massive. Like it, it was team I told you to make just now with uh, who you picked, either Holland or Dion. You picked Dion. Right. All right, diagonal from Dion up on the right and left. You either ready? Sure. You either get. I'm trying to think of who plays on which side. Which side is Neymar play on? The left. And Mbappe is on the right. Something like that. Okay. You either get Mbappe and Son or Neymar and Dembele. That's actually not. That's actually silly. That's terrible. Mbappe and Son. It's Neymar. You get Mbappe and Neymar and Dembele. Not a chance. Not a chance. Neymar and Dembele are so injury prone. Number one, um, they're they're not as good. Like Mbappe and Mbappe is so much better than Dembele, and is close to the level of Neymar. You might say Son is better than Neymar. I haven't even mentioned. I haven't even mentioned Son yet. Son is definitely better than Dembele. You think so? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, no one's talking about Musa, Shmusa, whatever. Nobody. It's Usman Dembele. Wow, I wouldn't have thought so. I would have thought Dembele and Neymar. No chance. Musa, uh, Usman Dembele is. He's great, but he's not. He's not near the level of. I wouldn't say near, but he's not better than Mbappe. He's not as good as Mbappe. He's not as good as Mbappe. And Son is like, 
and it's like a good, like really good established player. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't know. Dembele gets on the ball and he just does whatever he wants. And anyone can do the same thing at any time. Nah, they get caught out. They get caught out. With with a, with wings like Mbappe and Son, you have superior pace on both wings. And you have the better footwork and finishing ability. Not, not footwork, but you have the better finishing ability. 100%. Alright, this is gonna sound like a crazy. Better point. pace and better better finishing. Are you ready? Are you ready for the last one? What? You have one of two guys who are feeding those two guys the ball. Okay. Right now. I see where we're going with this. Who, who do you take <laughs> to feed them the ball? Yeah. You know Messi or Harry Kane? Messi. That simple? That's so right simple. There. Come on, you're t you're talking about a player who has the the foot of like Xavi and Yessa and prime Xavi, prime and Yessa and prime Busquets in one foot. I know, but Harry Kane is so epic good, and he scores so many goals. Yeah, he's not. I don't think he's great, he's great. He's, so he's great, and his passing has become so much better, and he's linking up with with Son a ton, but. Yeah, but I will say, like, he's not he's not at that level yet. Not close. He needs to, like, have that consistent for a few seasons. Yeah, that's fair. Ugh, I just get chills when I talk about Harry Kane. He's just, ugh, best center forward in the world right now. Yeah, that's fair. Sticking with that. I'm sticking with that. Um, do you know Papu Gomez? Do I know... Gomez? Papu Gomez from Atalanta. Sounds familiar. Oh, dude, City gonna lose this week. Who are they playing? Southampton. Mm. It's gonna be an interesting I mean, game. It's just so unpredictable. It is unpredictable, but if you think about it, Southampton have been killing it. If they get one free kick in front of goal, it's totally going in. They struggled a little bit against Arsenal. They drew, right? Um, they drew to they, Arsenal. They drew to Arsenal. Right, so... You draw on Arsenal. Unless Arsenal's getting their shit back together. I don't think so, but... Well, I was like, you can't make that call. You can't make that claim, though. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair. Because, because who did City draw this week also? Who? They drew West Brom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. That was yesterday. What? That was yesterday, right? Yesterday or two days ago, whatever it was. If you're going to make the, you know, the game claim, you have to claim everybody. Right. So Fine. It, okay. Okay. Right? So based on that, still, Southampton would beat City. It's, it's going to be a good game. Definitely a good game. Definitely a good game. You said it's tomorrow? Uh, I don't know when all these matches are. I think Christmas is next week, so. Oh. I feel like all the games are. No, it's no because they're having like two games a week, I think, so. Yeah, no, it's the weekend. The weekend are all these games, then back to these things on Tuesday. Mm. And stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. There's a huge. 
there was a huge what the fuck moment this week. A what the fuck moment? Yeah. A uh we should give it a name, like a like a disaster moment. We should have like weekly disaster moments. As like a segment. <laughs> so odd. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a disaster moment this week. Um with Quincy Promes. Did you hear about this? Quincy Promes is on Ajax. Ajax. Dutch. He's a winger, a midfielder. Okay. So <laughs> Quincy Promes was arrested, but then was released and still remains a suspect in a case where a relative of his was stabbed. So he could have stabbed one of his relatives at some kind of like family get together or something like that, and he was arrested. Yeah, and and I think um, there was like uh, TikTok. A lot of soccer teams and like whatever football teams are getting on TikTok, and they posted a thing where he's like running really fast in training. And the 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 uh, caption was "catch me," and someone screenshotted it and wrote, "Yeah, the police already did TikTok or whatever. Like the police already did." So funny. That's insane. But I just saw a post <laughs> from BT Sports saying, "Commiserations, Don who missed out on the best FIFA men's men's coach award despite quite incredibly magic fire." Yeah. Four goddamn trophies. It's ridiculous. It's honestly, I think it's disrespectful that he didn't. He didn't get any. I mean, I, he obviously got like the respect for it because it was unbelievable. But I don't know. From that five-one loss at I think it was Frankfurt last season, they were just on this upward trajectory, just shooting straight up. Yeah. Are they top of the table right now, or somebody else's? Um, it's actually Bayer Leverkusen now. Yeah, I Which was pretty so crazy to me. I'm very happy about it. Leon Bailey looks like he's finally living up to his promise, even though he's still only like 20 or 21 or something. Really? But he's Jamaican, right? Yeah. He's 23. He's and his big break, yeah, his big break was like two years ago. I hope he stays at Barlow forever. Musa Diaby is also there. He's these guys are honestly they're very underrated, with the guys I they have. They, stay there. they got Patrick Schick from like, from Roma. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. How is that not the universal goal for football? Just to go to a club, do amazing, have won a couple of things, not try to. Because people want to win everything. Like, possible. who wouldn't want to win everything? Or make the most money, or have the best record, or whatever stats. I think I think the problem is that they see it as that, and instead of just saying like "let's go for that," but at the team I'm I'm currently at, and make it like a whole thing, you know. Like they're just on a hunt for trophies and and money and and stuff like that. And I hope I I, I hope that all these talents you know stay at their teams and stuff and you know there's an occasional transfer here and there but not anything crazy yeah um but yeah there was there was that promise pretty crazy um but let's let's finish off with the draws 
Stabbing and murder or just stabbing? It's just a stabbing. I don't really know what he was thinking. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> well, um, which which draw should we look at first? Which draw? Yeah, Europa League or Champions League? Let's look at Europa League first. It won't be it won't be that long. It's pretty pretty you know bland. Um, Spurs and and Wolfsburg. That was that's an easy call. Um, but but I think the the best game here is definitely United and Sociedad, hands down. Oh, definitely. I mean that's there's I mean there's a handful of good games. There's that. There's Salzburg Villarreal. There's Braga Roma. Um, you know, given the quality of the teams, there's also uh, Lille and Ajax, which is going to be another. I think those are the best games. Is Lille, Ajax, and United Sociedad. But who do you think is going to come out on top in those two? Because that could really shape up who wins this. This Sociedad, trophy. Uh, oh, it's so, you said Sociedad and United? Sociedad and United and oh. Lille and Ajax. Because that's, that's already... That's I'm two Champions League... There's two yeah. Champions League teams that are... That uh, are... Because you're a given a hard fan. game. I believe Sociedad are going to go through. I believe so, too. I... And that's not because I think that United are, are bad. Again, they're not. It's just they're gonna have too much focus. They're gonna have too much focus on the league. Sociedad are fighting for anything and everything. I think this season. Um, yeah, they're the top of the top of the league. They have so much to prove. Right. Exactly. So I think I think they're gonna stick. They're gonna. I mean, they're, they're exactly they're the top of La Liga, and United is get a, get a not top of the Prem. <laughs> so. It's gonna be it's gonna be definitely good games, definitely good games, barring barring an occasional mistake from McGuire. What? Ajax versus Leo. Yeah. I'll be honest, I don't know much about either of those. I personally, I think Leo is gonna go. I don't think it's gonna be a Champions League runner-up or a Champions League dropout this year. I don't think it ever is usually. I don't think it is usually either, right? I think. uh... It's usually a team that's always been in the Europa League. Yeah, it's usually Arsenal and then whoever else is. Um. But yeah, Milan's um, gonna be good. That was the funniest. I think that was the funniest uh, line from the uh, Champions. Champions. Mm. Was when uh, it, it showed um, Sevilla and it was Rakitic. He goes, honestly, we're just trying to get into the Europa League. Yeah, to win it. <laughs> We didn't want to be part of the 16. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's not that's not too exciting other than those two games. But the Champions League draw is – it's fairly predictable. Other than, other than maybe two games, it's fairly predictable. Champions League. When does it start up again? So, it starts up. In February, I think. But here, here are the games. It's it's Monk and Gladbach against City, which, unless City's having one of those weird slumps, then they'll lose. But I highly doubt it because Pep's trying to prove a point and he can't in the Prem anymore for some reason. Um, so that's obvious. Bayern's gonna demolish Lazio. Um, the questionable game for me is Atletico Chelsea. I think Atletico will win that. I think so too, but. 
if if Chelsea keep you know getting better and better as they have been since the beginning of the season, it's definitely going to go their way. Oh, that's cute. Ronaldo's going to play Pepe. Yeah, um, yeah, that's easy. Porto's going to get absolutely fucked. Leipzig and Liverpool is also questionable for me. Um, uh, as is as is Atalanta and Real Madrid. What about Sevilla Dortmund? I think Sevilla goes through. Um, no, I think Dortmund's gonna go through. This, I think Sevilla. It's it's not Sevilla's competition. What? I think you're wrong and stupid. Yeah, but that's not a that's not an argument. Like so, Sevilla, this is not Sevilla's competition. They they're in the Champions League. They're not. This isn't what they do. Especially against Dortmund, someone who's been there for a while. Yeah, yeah, because Dortmund is such a terrifying threat in the Champions League. I mean, based off of what Dortmund's performances in Germany is looking like, it doesn't look like they'll do well. The Dortmund is PSG. No, PSG's not going to bottle. PSG's going to throttle Barcelona. I just said there's no bigger, the only bigger bottler than Dortmund is PSG. And Spurs? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, PSG are also going to beat Barca. Unless somehow Barca get their act together in the next month. Nah, PSG's going to absolutely buttfuck Barcelona. That's they it. Just beat the leaders. They can pick it up. Who knows? Look, I like the positivity. And honestly, I probably should be more positive. Yes, maybe. You know, I'll give them some faith. But based on what it's been looking like, PSG will have no remorse. The only person who's going to maybe care is Neymar, but he's still going to tear them apart. I think that's that's definitely... Barcelona's the underdog again. Oh, definitely. This time before the draw even... Before the games even happened. Like, last time they lost 4-0, and then they were the underdogs, but now they're the underdogs from the start. Yes. Um... But who do you think? But otherwise, you know that game. No, not that game. I think Madrid Atalanta is going to be good. Leipzig Liverpool is also going to be good, and Chelsea Atletico. But it, honestly, they're all very good matchups. Yeah. Uh, other than like you know the, the well, look, teams that are dwarfed. Like round the four, round sixteen. Right. Really is ever not a, a great matchup. Yeah. Yeah, you always have those odd, like, not great teams. But, yeah, it's, it's like, hopefully we'll see, like, instead of Lazio and Atalanta, we'll see Inter Milan and AC Milan in the Champions League. Ooh, that would be, nice. that'd that'd be, nice be very nice. Some, some of that stuff back. To have uh, Zlatan back in the Champions League. Wow. I'm getting chills already. I know, he's so awesome. I, I, I love that guy. But, uh, he is. He definitely is. Anybody listening to this who doesn't know about Tifa football, it's a great, great web, uh, like a web, not a web series, but whatever. It's like a football web. I'm not doing this justice at all. Basically, it's a thing on YouTube. Talks about football. Like tactics and everything, yeah. Tactics. Very good. Very good. So I like his sensible transfers bit, um, thing. Yeah. He's very that's my, I think that's my favorite thing because a lot of them, 
I like to kind of think about, and also I agree with most of them most of the time. Like, he makes good calls on like players that teams should buy or sell. Yeah. Um. He does make good calls. But uh, yeah, that was a good, good episode. Um, Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening this week. Uh, we'll be back again soon. We're trying to get uh like a daily schedule going, or like every other day or something, right? More, oh more God. frequent, more frequent episodes. Um, since there's just so much happening now. But uh, thank you for listening. See you guys next week, and you know, let us know on Instagram or you know on our email. Uh, let me talk four two three one at Gmail. You know, any questions, what you guys think is going to happen with the league, um, you know, comments, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, see you next time. Peace.